Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Wrestling Index Podcast. As always, your boy TK in the house. And tonight, not tonight, it's today. It's 1230 yeah. Central Time, 130 Eastern Time. I'm not alone. I got my boy, Big Dick Brett from the Brainbuster Boys in the house. Oh, yo, yo. Yeah, we had talked about doing this in the morning initially, and I couldn't remember the last time I've morning podcasted, but... Morning, afternoon, night, it don't matter. Happy to be here, baby. Yo, whenever we can get together, whenever I can get you on the show, baby, I'm all in, Daddy. I'm all in, Daddy. And mm-hmm. this show, the Wrestling Index Podcast, you can find on the Floor Slappers YouTube right here, Floor Slapper Spots, Floor Slapper Sports.com, and also Visionary Globals Media. Thank you, Chad, for putting us up on there. Appreciate that. Uh, good shit there. A lot of good shows on there, including the Brain Buster Boys. Yeah, and you guys, you guys just did a fucking awesome episode. Uh, you and Bo, yeah, it was pretty wild how you guys met each other. It's fucking pretty fascinating, shit, dude. Really creative stuff. If you guys haven't checked out the Brain Buster Boys, check it out. You can check, you can find it on Visionaries Global Media, um, pretty much on all audio platforms. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, thank you. And David Lynch is all mixed up in it, too. It's wild. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's fucking. If you haven't seen it fuck, or heard it, go definitely go in and check it out for sure. And thanks again for coming back on the show, bro. It's Wednesday. Anytime. You yeah. know what that means. I am fucking so excited right now. The two of us, you know, I wanted to get back together on Friday, talk dynamite. We just, you know, schedules haven't met up. Here we are, the morning of dynamite or the afternoon of dynamite, whatever it is. And I'm going back. I'm. It's in Chicago, baby. I'll be oh. at Dynamite tonight. Dude. Hell yeah. I wasn't so, sure if you were going to be there or not, but that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Me and the wife were going. We got floor seats. We actually got two oh, sets of tickets. Shit. We bought – because the way the tickets were sold, they were sold in threes. So you had mm-hmm. to buy Dynamite, Rampage, and All Out, or you can buy them individually. However, the when All Out got released initially, they really fucking dick people down. And they didn't release enough single tickets for All Out. And they made yeah. up all these package tickets. So we thought she was going to buy All Out. I was going to buy Dynamite. I bought the Dynamite tickets. Because fuck, who wants to go to Rampage? I don't want to go to Rampage. Yeah. So I understand why they did what they did by packaging in the three, the, you know, the Dynamite, Rampage, and All Out. But at the end of the day, it kind of did screw me. I, I'm not I'm not too happy about it. But I got two extra Dynamite tickets basically for it. I'm giving them to my buddy Gary. I think you met you might have yeah, met Gary. Yeah, yeah. On the pre-forbidden door show. Yeah, he was tight. And he's a stardom watcher, right? He sure is, dude. He loves Hell Julia yeah. just like you do, man. He uh yeah. he's been talking about Julia for like three years to me now. So yeah. absolutely, man. We'll have and to do a collab. We'll have to do a collab at some point when she wins the belt later this year, hopefully. Yeah, he'll love that, dude. I'm telling you, he's been <laughs> fucking marking out for her for a long time. That's yeah, that's I- longer than me. I've been probably like a year and a half ish, little more than that. But yeah, under two years, so love it. Yeah, dude. Um, so that's good. We're gonna actually talk about Stardom a little bit later. We got the Julia and Starlight Kid match that we're gonna speak on. Well, Brett's gonna speak on it. I made sure he watched it before he came out. I, I really just to... watched it, so it's fresh, baby. Oh, yeah, I really wanted to get your juices titillated, my oh. guy. Yeah, baby, I wanted you to get hard with that hard oh, hard. <laughs> hard as oh. a rock, baby. But yeah, man, I'm fucking stoked for this week. Period. Going to Dynamite. Going to All Out this week it's a big already. Week. It's a huge week. Big I mean, week. 
interview with Sam Adonis on Monday. Um, I'll be officially releasing it later tonight or tomorrow. I got to interview the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock, with Nick from the UW pod, which if you didn't so know, awesome. we, we all are part of the yeah, UW this pod. This is the UW pod <laughs> as well. Yeah. When so is that, that dropping? I think that's dropping next next Friday, I want to say, or sometime, sometime next week. That was super cool. Oh, Kyle, Kyle from the Apron Bump just released our World War Three episode that I got to take part of with him. Uh, awesome podcast, horrible pay-per-view. My God, what an awful What year was it? Dude. It was 1995. It was the original one, and okay. it was bad, bad, dude. I, I went off on how Hulk Hogan was the greatest wrestler of all time on our league podcast like, yeah. a few days prior, and then I got he to ain't. see that Hulk Hogan, and I'm like, this guy's bad, dude. WCW bad. Hogan was awful. Justin from the Justin from the In Time Wrestling Podcast. Cheers, my guy. Justin does our Dynamite post-game shows with me every Wednesday. I told him uh, we're going to try to get on tonight, late night, when I get home from Dynamite. I don't know if it's a thing. Mm. Justin doesn't sleep. So if we can make it happen, we're going to make it happen. We'll just see. We got, we're kid free tonight. Uh, the, yeah, the, that's big. Yeah. The, uh, my in-laws, um, thank you. They're watching the kids overnight. So the wife and I got a free night basically. So we're going to do dynamite and we'll see what happens, but maybe she goes to sleep and maybe I come and do a post game show with my guys. So we might be right back here. I got you on with me today, bro. We're doing our prediction show tomorrow for clash of the castle for worlds collide and for all out. It'll be me. You all and- of it. Me, you, and Nick, dude, from the UW pod. The UW pod. And that's going to be fucking just tits, tits. And then yes. we got fucking Clash of the Castle Saturday. We're going to be doing a post show for that. We got going to All Out, dude. What? Uh, and Worlds Collide before All Out. What a yeah. week, dude. Like, what time is Worlds Collide on noon. Sunday? It's at, it's at oh, noon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, so you I... get that, and then you get All Out back-to-back. Wow. And Worlds Collide is fucking banging i don't know if you've been following nxt i saw the matches added last night but goddamn more than anything i'm just excited for bait breaker and i think that women's match will be good with what does it make me sad no more i can't stop (laughs) thinking about that (laughs) yep make me sad no more. that might be his best one i think like it's just perfect (laughs) i think the guy on your screen itchy is my favorite one every time i see him come out i just think itchy now dude um but i'm scratching my arm (laughs) ritter ritter from smacking it podcast always ritter over riddle for sure uh fucking shouts to him absolutely but fucking the, the world's collide card is sick in addition to those two matches that you just mentioned you got ricochet and carmelo hayes for the north american yeah, title that'll be that's awesome, gonna be hot man. the match that i'm most looking forward to is gonna be a fatal four-way elimination tag team title match for the nxt and the uk's um tag titles between the creed brothers who are just fucking sensational dude like i dream that my two boys are the creed brothers one day so like, i haven't they... seen much of them so oh, i haven't bro. been watching much 2.0 like of those tag yeah. teams the only one i'd heard of is gallus so i'm like okay i'm excited to see some some new blood so oh and they're all so good dude uh pretty dead yeah. is great in their own way briggs and jensen are fucking awesome dude they go so hard um and they got a nice little dime piece fucking and some short cowboy shorts that comes down to the ring with them, dude. And then you got Gallus, like you said, who are awesome. And then- no, I haven't even seen much of either. Um, and yeah. what happened to uh what, the grizzled young veterans? Didn't they change one of their names to something? Both awful? of their like th- yeah, those it guys is, were awesome. Bad. It's so like towards bad, the end dude. of Black and Gold, I was a fan. So what are they now? That I don't know their names, and uh, maybe someone in the comments could help that. But their the team name is called Schism. They are part of Joe God. Gacy's group. Oh, Joe Gacy, no, yeah, and they turned him like they look like Kane when he took his mask off. 
He, they're oh, really no. pale, and they got those like fake ass weird eyes. And they're we trying need Triple H to bring fix that grizzled yeah. young veterans back as he we brought need... back Matt Riddle, Matt and Austin Theory, which good. Yes, good. First, first names are important. You know, first you can names be a are one name guy, but I, I have someone to identify: Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle, Austin Theory, Tommaso. Especially Chandler. the name Matt, as we learned, <laughs> is very important in wrestling. There's not many Matts, as we determined. No, so let no. him let him fly that Matt flag, baby. <laughs> but that's a Matt that we wouldn't have talked about on the show that night. So you know. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Matt Riddle fan. I'm not going to shy away from it. I like. I guy. I like Riddle. I think that I think he's fucking awesome, dude. I yeah. think he's and what he's doing with Rollins right now is great. But yeah, Amazing. we have World's we'll Clyde. <laughs> yeah, World's Clyde's going to fucking bang hard, dude. Into All Out, which is going to hit. So I, I'm just I'm really really excited. Let's start with fucking AEW. Let's talk about Dynamite from last week. We haven't had a chance oh, yeah. to talk. Um, we got – oh, there we go. So, Justin, thank you so much. I figured if you were in the comments, you'd come through. So, Gibson, Oh, Jagger Reed. I did. I had seen <laughs> that name. I'm like, who's this motherfucker taking my name and adding a G to it? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, so we got Gibson is Rip Fallon and Drake is Jagger <laughs> Reed. Rip Fallon. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's not good. That's I don't like. I don't like that. I, I don't like that angle at all. Oh, and yeah. they're also called the dyad. The dyad. Oh gosh, thank you, Justin. Yeah, appreciate for, that brother. for giving us that horrible news. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, but yeah, dynamite. We haven't had a chance to talk about it. Uh, a couple things that stand out. I want to hit on Punk and Mox. I want to talk about the trios match to end the show. So, yeah. what were your thought? What were your thoughts on Punk and Mox? Mind blowing. But I fucking loved it. Um, even what would it end up three minutes or so? Like, you know, you and I had talked like we're both big Mox guys and both punk fans. Like I I was pretty on the record of I'm on team Mox for this one. I think you were a little more uncertain. But even in like the two minutes before like kind of the finish, I was like, God damn it. I want Mox to win this so bad. <laughs> And just to see it happen like that. And, you know, I've talked ad nauseum about how there's not enough surprises, like legitimate surprises in terms of matches in AEW, not as much debuts, upsets, things of that sort. I mean, this is right up there at the top. I mean, when Brody Lee squashed Cody, you know, two years ago, like that was kind of the first like, holy shit, in a big title match. And then this happened again. Um, and I, I thought it was awesome. I mean, I thought... It's a great way if you're going to turn punk heel, which I think that's what's going to happen and what should happen. That's a great first seed for it as he kind of gave that look back to the ring when Mox was just like, I'm the fucking best. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I thought it was awesome because um, we would talk like, what the hell's going to happen? Like they can't just have, I mean, this was a clean finish, but not the finish we expected. And I, you know, we'll find out tonight. Gotta be a rematch on the pay-per-view. I still think it'll be some sort of stipulation. And fuck, I hope that John Moxley wins it again. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, Justin, thanks for uh, chiming in, finishing up the thoughts on fucking the schism. That's what the whole group is called with Joe Gacy yeah. and the former group. Well, I guess their Cabinet team veterans. is the dyad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So they're the dyad. The whole group is called the schism. Okay. But, but yeah, bro, I was fucking enthralled by this, dude. I Like you yeah. said, I, I, was, I was in the middle. I had no idea what was going to go on. You know, we've talked to nauseum on here, UI, Justin, um, etc. No one wanted Punk to beat Moxley clean it all out. Like, that was just the worst finish. Like, you couldn't do that. But getting what we got 
and Mox just absolutely beating the fuck out of Punk, throwing the middle fingers up. Fuck you, motherfuckers. You fucking doubted me. I'm the fucking man. Tossing his belt. Oh, yeah, fuck that belt. I don't want your <laughs> yeah. fucking belt. Fuck that shit, dude. Yeah, and then it, it was and then perfect. The, pro- the promo he cut afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking fire, dude. I loved every second of it because, as I said on our postgame show last week, you, it's going to be a rematch. There's nobody yeah. else that makes sense. No. Not Hangman, not MJF. There's nobody no. you can bring in to fight Mox. Punk's no. going to come out. It's my city. It's my title. You got one over on me in your state of Ohio. I fucked my foot oh, up. Yeah. You're not going to get the better of me again, dude. I don't care if I'm at 100%. Chicago's got my back. We're going to roll. Yeah. And I don't know how the heel turn's going to come about in Chicago. I would love if, like, an MJF came back and helped him win the belt somehow. It's very or, possible, yeah. Or personally, what I would like is if FTR and Wardlow helped him win the title and they all turned heel and were like, fuck this company. Ooh. And that was, like, their little faction. I think that would be... Badass, but I don't. I don't know. I just made it happening, but it would be great. As as cool as that, and I think that's awesome, man. Like, I just think there's so much more to squeeze out of this FTR face run. It's just been so short and so great that I just want to see that continue more. But if that happened, I wouldn't be upset about it one bit. Yeah, I could. I could probably see the MJF thing more. But how do you go about turning Punk heel? It can't just be a low blow, and that's your fucking heel turn. No, and I don't know if it's going to happen in Chicago. Like, I think let's say he loses. You know, maybe it happens on the next Dynamite, something like that. Maybe, maybe the fans get behind Mox a little bit if he's acting heelish during the match, and that can kind of be the catalyst. Like, fuck you, I couldn't. You turned on me in my own city. Uh, but then if he wins, you know, it's going to be a low blow, something cheap to at least, like, get him that victory. And then I think the dynamite after is the key regardless. Like, whatever he says or does on that show, win or lose, I think that's when it's really going to take hold. I think so. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, man. I Regardless, like we talked about, it's got us talking. And that's yeah. exciting. And the way that TK booked that match, while I wasn't for it being on television, one, it did pop a rating. It got them back yeah. over the, the million uh, tell the ratings, however the fuck that works. And yeah. then it was incredible. The whole thing was incredible. And the, it was that, awesome. The fact that they put it like in the middle of the show was like so weird. You're like, when what, that, what's going to happen? When that happened, I knew something fishy was up. You know, It's like when they opened the show on January or end of last year, the winner is coming with Hangman Danielson. And they went the hour. Right. It's like if they're not main eventing with it, something's up. But on in this case, I wasn't sure. It's like no way they're going an hour because there no, are other matches this, scheduled too. Match. Exactly. Yeah. So I knew something was up there, but man, I I didn't expect that, and it was awesome. And bro, there's no way though that Punk can come and take the title off Mox clean. <sighs> I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I mean, again, no way. Yeah. I mean, is there any? Yeah, I mean, it would have to be outside interference because. But if there's a stipulation, you know, like last, like a low blow is not gonna do that. So no, no, no I right, like it has to be something big, big. Tony Khan said tonight, or Tony Khan said earlier today, I guess I'm busted open. He said that tonight's gonna be the most eventful dynamite. Amazing, or, yeah. I, I put it in quotations. I don't know what the fuck that means. So things are gonna happen. So we should get a little bit more as far as the all out goes. 
but Mox or Punk can't beat Mox clean. Is the biggest fucking Punk fan as no. I am. That will no. fucking not go over with me. That will that will not no. go. And maybe that will be like the organic thing that turns him heel. People just shit on him just beating Mox. But that's more of like fuck you, Tony Khan, and your booking than fuck you. CFL. Yeah, I, I think I agree. Like it's got to be something big. And like I said, I think whatever it is will crystallize truly next Wednesday. But man, yeah, I'm. From where we were two weeks ago with all the punk backstage bullshit, the hangman bullshit, like I don't know. I'm I forgot about it. What about you? <laughs> like I'm I'm just yeah. now excited again. Um and not sure what the hell's gonna happen, but it's going to be something big. Yeah, and I, like I said back then, two weeks ago, everything could be leaked for a reason. They they could be trying to go. The yeah. reverse reality route, or, or or make it more real, like the MJF promo. You don't put a microphone in his hand and let him go cut that promo unless he's allowed to go cut that promo. Like he yeah. just didn't go out there and say "fuck this company." All right, no, they and knew what they were CM, doing, and neither did CM Punk in 2011, even though we thought right. he did at the time. Right. You know, like that's just not the case. So, big shout out uh, Bishop from the UW. I mean the terrible wrestling Matt Bishop Matthew <laughs> Matt, Bishop that's right another Matt yes you guys are live oh shit yes we are thanks for tuning in brother appreciate you uh he just dropped a new episode ask Bishop go ahead and check that shit He's out back baby and I didn't even pub my shirt we'll talk about your shirt but I oh, got yeah. I got my front face like shirt I watch wrestling drink heavily rant often reason I got yeah. this on is this I haven't even shared with them yet I quite possibly might wear this shirt to all or to dynamite tonight just to say that a front face lock shirt has been an AEW show because you know they'll never fucking go, dude. Oh and, yeah, and I hey, like it's, it. it's a little pump for my boys too. So uh, and you're so on the floor, so who knows? Maybe you'll get on camera. I know, and it's a dope ass fucking shirt. Watch wrestling, drink heavily, rant off, and I mean, fuck if that doesn't describe like all of us in the league, then yeah. I don't fucking I don't fucking know. Well, what for us, does, it would know. also be smoke heavily. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Cheers, my brother. I got the same thing rolling right here. But, oh, well, that was a nicotine one, but yeah, here uh, we go. I ain't on that shit no more. But uh, yeah, I've always got my Good pen trio. fucking in with my side. Yeah. <laughs> but so all trios. right. Yeah, dude. That match fucking was hot. We it, had, uh, it wasn't five stars like our good buddy Dave Meltzer said. I think he's the biggest AEW fan in the world right now. <laughs> I think he's the biggest Will Osprey fan in the world right now. That fucking, too. That guy could take a shit and Meltzer would be like, that was a five star shit, dude. But me and, and I told you, like, me, my ratings were birthed initially off the Meltzer scale because I had nothing else to go up against. And like, I used to always be pretty close with him. And now, recently, like, me and my buddy Azar, like, every time, like, Dave's off his fucking rocker. So it's just fun to <laughs> it's fun to follow people that think it's gospel, which I don't think there's many anymore. It's ridiculous. But I went four and a half stars on it. I thought it was fucking great. Osprey, the week he had, we talked about it, G1 final, one of the best 25 matches ever. Defends the Rev Pro title against Mike Bailey. Loses the Rev Pro title against Ricky Knight Jr. And again, matches that at least Dave Meltzer went four and three quarters and five. I have not watched them yet. Then he flies over to America and has this fucking awesome match. And we're going to get the confrontation with Kenny Omega next week. But yeah, this match was just full throttle. So much action. Aussie Open fucking rules. They do so many great team maneuvers. And I mean, what else is there to say about Osprey? I mean, and then let's not forget the death triangle. I mean, 
seeing Osprey and Pac kind of go yes. at it, two, yes. two Brits, you know, the promo ahead of time. And I mean, Lucha Bros have been one of my favorite tag teams since I discovered them in Lucha Underground. And yeah, I just thought the chemistry was incredible all around. And uh, we talked before, you know, who's going to win? I had initially picked Will and Ozzy Open, but not thinking the Kenny Omega thing. And here we go. We're going to get it. Um, it's going to be fucking tight. Yeah, bro. And you got the you got the face off at the end of the show. You got like the post match promos that weren't on screen. The yeah. match itself was fucking fire. Like you said, when we got Osprey and Pack fucking face to face, the little squares up the square offs that we got. I love the Osprey and Phoenix fucking sequence oh, that we yeah. got. A lot of people were hating on it. I thought it was fucking hot, dude. And Will Osprey can really do no wrong to me right now. You know, everyone hates he's on him that he's a fly high fly. Who's this? He's that? No, dude. The dude's put so much fucking body mass on. He's a big oh boy, my dude. Yeah, watch him from even 2019 to now. But me and Azar watched. It was the best of Super Juniors 2017 final. Osprey Kushida, again, incredible fucking match. Top 50 all time. But like, just to see the transformation in that five years is fucking ridiculous. So back then, yeah, he was just a high flyer, gymnastics guy, flippy, but my God, and he oversold everything. Ah, he would scream too much, but holy shit. Yeah, he's put on, I bet, 40 pounds. He's so much more than a high flyer now. In fact, he only brings it out when necessary, and it makes those moves pop that much more now. Um, and he's learned how to sell like truly sell as opposed to just yelling and then forgetting about it. So yeah, I've mentioned before, he's number one in the world right now. Only person that's even close is Okada. And we just saw them have uh, one of the best matches ever. And yes, Matt Kushida does <laughs> fuck. I'm glad he left WWE. I would have wished to see what triple H would have done with him, but he's where he needs to be back in new Japan. And he's been doing cool things in impact too, but yeah, watch that match, Bishop, and you, Tim, if you haven't seen it. Best of Super Juniors Final 2017. It'll blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So then what do you think going forward tonight? It's obviously got to be the elite are going to go over um, the United Empire. Do you think that we're going to see an in-ring interaction between Osprey and Omega? Or you think that we're going to hold that's going to be held off until the one-on-one? -on -one? I think you have to see it here. Like... If you, I think it'd be like a miss if you didn't, you know, like let them mix it up a little bit. Maybe it's only a minute or two, but they got to have something because, you know, as I said, I don't know how quickly this one on one's going to happen because I think Kenny's going to want to be 100% for it. You know, we talked maybe this will kind of build the Wrestle Kingdom and he is more ready than he's led on to be. Um, I guess again, we'll find that out. So, I, but they have to mix it up tonight. It'd be foolish for them not to, especially after the stare down last week. Oh, I agree. And maybe all of this shit talking that they've done over the past few months was just setting up to do something small like this before they can eventually get to a Wrestle Kingdom or maybe like a Dominion over the summer. Because I think when that match does happen, it'll probably, or even Forbidden Door 2, which very well could happen overseas. So, I mean, you got to think with Kenny Omega, there are three of, in my opinion, like the biggest money matches in the world right now, period. And that, I'm going to wait to even read what that says because I'm <laughs> in the middle of a dead serious point. <laughs> Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. We just talked about it. I think it's only happened in PWG. 
Kenny Omega versus Kazuchika Okada for the best matches of all time, and Kenny Omega versus Kota Ibushi. Only happened twice. Last time it happened, I cried. So, like, those three matches, to me, I'd rather see than maybe anything else. And I want Kenny Omega to be fucking ready for him. And I think they're all going to happen in the next year-ish. Abushi, who the fuck knows? If that happens, it's probably going to be an AEW at this point. But seeing Kenny back in Japan against Okada, I would rather see before Osprey. However, I think they'll do Kenny and Kenny and Okada on American soil at some point. Right. Too. Yeah, I think but so. man. I'm just fired up for all of it. God damn it. And for all the Kenny Omega haters out there, you can kindly fuck right off. <laughs> so you don't want Kenny Omega and CM Punk? That's not a big dream match of yours? Oh, sure. But not as much as those other three. Even though the two have already happened. But there's just so much rich history with those stories. And again, for me personally, like... I just care way more about that than I would. But yeah, of course I'd love to see Kenny and CM Punk. Who wouldn't? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the biggest money match that AEW can put on hands fucking down, dude. And then we got a comment from my guy, Mike Dog, uh, from Flow Cyber Sports. He says, would Joe Burrow be a great wrestler? <laughs> Maybe weak in the ring, but killer persona and mic work. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, and he's got that, like you, he's got that dog in him. You know, so yeah, he'd be incredible. He, like he, and you know, as good as he is, you know, they said he doesn't. He doesn't have the best arm, whatever. He's adapted, and he's one of the best. So maybe he wouldn't be the best in the ring, but he'd figure it all out, and he'd have the total package. So yeah, he'd, he'd probably be fucking king. He'd probably be a killer manager, dude. Old school manager <laughs> walking out with a stogie and shit, dude. Like, like fur jacket. Yeah, hell yeah, I can see that absolutely. Uh, let's talk about the other side of the trios tournament. We got the Dark Order. They they went over the Dark Order went over the House of Black. I know a lot of people were upset about that, especially since Malachi Black was the one to take the roll up pin. I wasn't so upset about it. it, it we were talking last or like two weeks ago how people need to lose in AEW and they need to take yeah. pins. I have absolutely no issue with Malachi Black getting rolled up no. from behind and Dark Order going over here. That's the story they're telling. My only issue with this match was that 10 was involved. But then when I went back and rewatched it, I realized that 10 was selling his knee the whole time, which means mm. that he's going to be he's he's going to be out of this tournament at some point. I think that he will wrestle against the, the best friends. They'll yeah. win. He'll hurt it there. He won't be able to wrestle it all out. Boom. Hangman's got to step in. Dark Order with Hangman versus the Elite. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I think you got to be right there. And frankly, I didn't even watch the match. <laughs> I haven't watched. I used to be, I used to not miss a Rampage. I haven't missed a Dynamite. But now I've been missing Rampages. Take that for what it's worth. Um, part of it is I work most Friday nights now. And I used to watch it live every Friday because I typically wouldn't go out on Fridays. So that's definitely a big part of it. Um, and I already knew who won the match. So, but yeah, I think that is a perfect, perfect story. Um, I, like I said, I didn't see it. So I didn't see 10 selling the knee. I like 10. I think he needs more opportunities. But yeah, in this case, we know what we want and what we need. And that's a little hangman page, Bishop, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope that really happens. And because yeah, it, what would be the point of 10 Reynolds and Silver? Like they would it, they would get squashed. 
they yeah, should no, get squashed. No point. Case, you know? They shouldn't. They shouldn't be there. And just like the, the just like the, the Dark the Order did thing. against the Elite last summer in the five on five, they fucking owned them. My yeah. God, talk best entrance maybe in wrestling history. That Dark Order entrance last year, I shed a tear as well for that, especially when <laughs> they put the empty spotlight on where Brody would have been. That yeah. I, oh, I loved it, and I thought that was going to be Hangman's moment. I'm glad it worked out the way it did. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like this is – it's got to be that. Look at these sexy hosts. What's up, Bakley? Cage My IQ podcast. He's been doing big things, a couple of interviews he just released. Make sure to check out Cage My IQ on YouTube. Big stuff going on from Cage. A couple of preview shows he's got coming up, too. He can't pick in our fantasy football draft for shit, but he's got a lot of good content on his YouTube channel, a lot of good shows coming up. So I'll give him his shouts there. Doesn't know how a notification works. No, he doesn't. Bishop, hey, I've suffered three years with any more hangman. He's the king of 15 minutes of fame. Not his fault. Entire, really at all. But uh, don't get my blood boiling here, Matt. Come on. You've all done right, that well, enough. Yo, Brett, let's move on. I want to talk about what's on your shirt. We got yeah. the Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara drama. I guess it's real. Kingston cracked him in the face. It is what it is. I mean, Sammy called Kingston a fat fuck. Kingston punched him in the face. I'd crack him in the face too. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, it is. I have no problem with what either of them did. I mean, I watched the Guevara promo and I didn't think yeah. there was anything wrong with it. I actually thought Kingston was a little soft for getting offended by it, in all honesty. Yeah. yeah. But if that's something that Eddie doesn't want said, he doesn't want to, you know, his beer belly fucking called out, then yeah. I don't got a problem with him cracking him in the face. I guess, yeah. you know, it sucks because if someone talks shit to me, I wish that I could go crack him in the face, but I'll go to jail if I do that. But I guess I'm not in a wrestling locker room, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Things are fucking different there. But they switched the match. You got Eddie Kingston versus Itchy, the Stone Pitbull. Look at your shirt. How excited are you, bro? Oh, my God. Even though it's on the pre-show, so excited, obviously. Even these two did just tangle back in May at uh, Capital Collision, New Japan in chicago it was awesome uh ishii got the dub in about 16 minutes um yeah i'm fucking excited like anytime seeing eddie kingston go up against any of these japanese guys is awesome because he wrestles just like them and he's inspired and you know influenced by so many of those guys especially the old all japan four pillars but he likes to fucking go and rock and roll and so does ishii i mean he's one of my probably top 10 of all time, top five current favorite wrestlers, I'm saying. The guy's just fucking unbelievable, and he's like 45, 46, and hasn't lost a step. Um, yeah, these two are just going to slug the fuck out of each other, and I, apparently TK said the pre-show's going to be loaded, so I'll be curious to see what else gets added, and this match should definitely be on the main guard, but whatever. I'm still fired up to see it, and to all those of you watching, be sure to watch the pre-show, you dumb fucks. <laughs> yeah, the pre-show's going to hit, dude. And I, I'd imagine we're going to get Pack and Kip Sabian. We didn't even talk about that oh, angle yeah. that happened at the end yeah, of the trio's match. I'm yeah. down for that, yeah. Yeah, that'll probably happen for the All-Atlantic Championship on the pre-show. Oh, yeah, cool. We'll get Itchy and Kingston. I don't know what else he's going to throw on there. Maybe uh, I'd imagine we'll get Hook and... Magic Daddy or Daddy Magic or fucking <laughs> Angelo fucking Parker. One of those two will probably get hooked. So, yeah. What's even that. going on with that? <laughs> Has that been going on on Rampage, I guess? Uh, of course, yeah. 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 I, Hook's, a, I, Hook's a Rampage guy. 
He's a regular on Rampage for sure, for yeah. sure. He's got he's got some brother in him. Rampage is a home for all the brothers and sisters, dude. So hook, yeah. hook kind of fit. Hook Swerving kind of fucking, our glory, Jade, yeah. Athena, yeah. yeah. The acclaim for the longest time, dude. So fucking and hook kind of fits in over there. Ricky and Powerhouse Hobbs, dude. Like they were there for a long time. Um, yeah. So that's that's hook. I actually got a lot of heat in the league chat because I said Rampage wasn't that bad this week, and then like Ritter came at me hard. Of course, the regulars like Ryan's always. Gonna I'm sure it was pretty solid. I just didn't... I thought it wasn't bad though. Not Honestly, most weeks I still enjoy Rampage, but like the last few, from what I've seen on paper, it's like eh. And this past week again, I'd already known what happened, but it's still yeah. usually a solid wrestling show. But yeah, it's typically they haven't nothing been, like they haven't been great by any means. No, this one just happened. You know, I want, you know, we're fucking a couple of weeks off in the pay per view. Let's enhance your shit. And that's I what that, I, I like. It was a decent show. Rampages, but the go home rampages, I feel like should be more memorable. Like there's been some, I can't remember where it would end and it was some angle that had nothing to do with the pay per view. Like some like D level story that you're ending your final show before a pay per view. It's like, come on. Use it yeah, for what – this is your last chance for people to see something before they buy the show. And, and so it's like pre-revolution or double or nothing earlier, but anywho. No, um, I agree. Yeah, Bakley I feel like this week it should be good, good yeah. if it's live this week too. Hopefully it's pretty good. So It will be live. It is at the – it is at a 7 o'clock Central Standard Time start time. So it'll be a oh, two-hour – Oh, interesting. I'm fairly certain it'll be a two-hour rampage. I'm trying to go. I got tickets. I think I'm trying to um, have my mom come watch the kids that day. So if I can, I'll definitely see if like Gary will meet me up there. Are That'll all be a the lot shows of fun. in the same building this weekend? The same building, dude. Yeah, which is building. the old all all in building, right? What's yep. it called now? It, it's called the uh, shit. I can't even remember what it's called. It was the, the Sears, it was, Sears Center. That's yeah, it, was, when... it was the Sears Center. Now it's the uh, I don't now remember. arena. Is the that now, right? Yep, the now arena. Look at you, dude. And yeah, I, uh, Sears Center, Sears Center holds a special place in this beating heart. Just you were there. You were all there, in. Man. Oh my god, yeah. Forbidden Door was better. Like as it was as the sequel. Like I'll say, Forbidden Door is the best show I've ever been to. But like wow, all in, really, dude. They, all in. Oh, no question. All in was just so special being there. Like it felt fucking special. But from like a wrestling standpoint, Forbidden Door knocked it out of the water. How great was that Cody Nick Aldis match? Oh, it was tight. Yeah, that was really cool being there for. And then obviously, I mean, I think the best match was Kenny and Pentagon, and then having the Jericho thing after that was really cool too. But yeah, it was an awesome night. Hell yeah. Yeah, Bakley said this past week Rampage was good, but lately it's been disappointing. Yeah, for sure. We're on the same page with that. Last thing, AEW before we get out of here. Um, Thunder Rosa had to relinquish, or she's not relinquishing, unfortunately. She's now the interim. <laughs> I hate the interim <laughs> bullshit, dude. Me too. Me the too. only so Thunder Rosa is now interim women's champion. The the only saving grace about this was neither one of us wanted Rosa and Storm one on one again. Now we yeah. get Storm. this match is gonna be awesome. I'm excited Bang, about dude. this. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. I've been screaming about Sheeta. Um, you are oh. you love fucking Jamie Hayter. I love DMD. And- and you, like, I love Sheeta, t- dude. After she lost the belt on our show, like pretty much every week, I'd be like, "Where the fuck is Sheeta?" Because she like wasn't on TV for almost a year, like a fucking year, dude. And now yeah. she's only she's had the Serena Deep feud, and now she's just on fucking uh, Dark and Elevation. 
Bakley says, Jamie Hader, please. That's, I mean, I'm definitely pulling for Jamie Hader. Absolutely. But I don't think that's going to happen. Like, I think she's going to have to split with, well, maybe if she wins, that's the catalyzed. Oh, God. <laughs> Justin goes, know. anyone but my girl, Britt Baker, <laughs> D M D. Unfortunately, and I like Tony Storm. I know you're not the biggest fan, but I think she's probably going to win. But mm, I'd like a nice little swerve here of either Sheeta or Jamie. Yeah, I agree with you. I do think Storm's going to win, not because she fucking deserves it by any means, but I think that, you know, she was in that spot and they're going to fucking culminate the thunderstorm thing with fucking both of them having two stupid belts and it's going to be dumb as fuck. <laughs> but what I personally would do is I agree with Bakley, beg the wrestling gods that Jamie Hader does win the belt. And that that does start the jealousy between by Brit. far the most interesting thing, dude. It's an organic story that fell into their laps, dude. Let yep. Hater get the belt. That yep. her and the her and Brit split over the belt. Then you can yep. just say Thunder Rose is going to be out an extended amount of time. You know, whatever it is, what it is, fucking, or she can just throw that belt in the garbage and fuck off with it for a little bit, like. It, I'm so over that part of it, um, you know. So again, I'm glad that we got. I love Thunder Rosa, so I ple- I, I don't want to. So do like I. I'm, so I'm do I. Her. I love Thunder Rosa, but her title reign has been just the shits, yeah. dude. God. Yeah. So but again, as we we've said, not not as much her fault. It's TK no. doesn't know how to book babyface champions. Look at FTR yeah. right now. When she's not hitting home runs with her promos, or when mm-hmm. she does get time, or the matches, frankly, or, right. And I don't think she's connecting with the crowd. So I think a heel turn would be in her best interest for sure. I'd be so down for that. Hell, her best match of her title reign wasn't even for the title. And it was in Japan. The one against uh, Yamashita was so much better in Japan than here. Um, But yeah. Anywho. Yeah. I'm a big fan as well. I would love to see her turn heel. That'd be tight. Yeah. Dope. And then let's fucking dip over the WWE side of things, bro. Bishop, listen up, baby. <laughs> You've you watched Raw, a full three hour Raw. I watched a full episode of Raw for the first time in well over a year, and that was only because Bo and I were covering WWE as part of our storyline because we were working for Vince McMahon at that time. Um, but before that, it had probably been since 2018 that I watched a full episode of Raw. Sounds like this may have been one of the weaker ones in the Triple yeah. H era, but hey, I watched it from beginning to end, and it was pretty enjoyable. And uh, yeah, I'm going to continue. Um, obviously, what I've said, when Noah and the stardom tournaments are over, I'll have a lot more time. But uh, I guess if you and I keep doing these, uh, I'll probably be watching more, especially Raw, because I can DVR it, because I don't can't DVR on network television, Fox, so... It's easier for me to watch Raw than SmackDown right now. Yeah, and it's so great watching on the DVR, too, because you used to fucking whip oh, through those commercials, it's dude. It's great, yeah. Even, like, little segments you don't want to see. But I like, like, I was watching behind on DVR, and I actually missed the Rollins-Riddle second part of their promo. Oh, I thought that, wow. I thought it was a replay that they were showing. Yeah. And then I went on Twitter, and I was like, whoa, dude. dude. Where did, where did, because I saw that ahead of time before, and similarly, when they did the first part, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? I, weren't they cursing at each other? And then, yeah, right when you get back from the commercial, there it was. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think that, I don't think that this was necessarily the best Raw under the Triple H regime, but not every show is going to be a home run. I thought it was a, a solid show. Yeah, I it was loved still it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that the Judgment Day got 30 minutes of television time. <clears throat> like that was fucking awesome to me. I think the Miz Lashley 
Champa Dexter Loomis stuff is fucking fascinating, especially the yeah. Miz Loomis part of it. And Champa's done such a good job fucking with the Miz. I know a lot of people hate that, but I thought those two, or I think those two have just been so good together. The Gargano theory promo or little vignette that they had that was, that was, good. was fucking awesome. <clears throat> the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Usos thing was Excellent. out of control good. The Sami, Sami Zayn, Jimmy Uso fucking <laughs> handshake. And then the main event, I, I, everyone in the world's hating on it. And this is why fucking fickle wrestling fans are so bad, dude. Everyone's turning their back on Triple H because he put the fucking tag titles on Raquel Rodriguez <laughs> and Aaliyah. Dude, first and foremost, what you're doing or what you did was you instantly gave credibility to Raquel and Aaliyah. All right. Those yep. two people you didn't think that were going to have belts. EO and Dakota will have those belts in no time. And they're with Bailey. So they're getting the rub from Bailey. And most importantly, they pinned the wrong woman. So the story is being told. <laughs> so fuck off, IWC. <laughs> fuck <laughs> off. Here's my own. The match was fine, you know, and I don't, I'm not too bent out of shape about it. Like you said, you made great points. It doesn't matter. But what I don't love is. Just baby face, happy go lucky Raquel Gonzalez. I'm gonna keep calling her Raquel Gonzalez because that's what she was when I watched NXT. She's just so much better as the heel when she was throwing Io Shirai through glass and shit during that feud. Like, just to see her as like the smiling, hugging baby face just doesn't work for me. So that's kind of my complaint on this is that they shouldn't be baby faces, but clearly in this story they are. Um, but yeah, she's just such a dominant heel that I just didn't like seeing her like this. So, yeah, no, that's fair. If you want to talk about her overall character, which I was not at all talking about, I was just talking about, this no, I know. This moment. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to talk about her overall character. Justin has been talking about this for fucking months now. Stop fucking smiling. What are yeah. you doing? That's dude? the first time I'd seen it. So it's bad, bro. It's really bad. Yeah. And she's still great. Like she's really, she's, she's awesome. Good in ring. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin just said, or Bakley said, Rollins and Riddle they fought in the ring and brawled afterwards. So that was cool. Justin just said uh, <laughs> she needs to lay off the happy pills. Baylor used to end. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's bad. Her smiling is bad. I don't hate what happened in the ring to end the show. You know, the the Bailey and EO are yeah. willing. They're like, what the fuck? I think they're gonna win at Clash of the Castle. Obviously, it would be silly if they didn't. So, yeah. like, them taking the loss here. It's fine. I, it, it, it is. Like, at, at the time, I was I was shocked. And again, wrestling, shock value, surprised yeah. me. It's interesting. Yeah. People are talking about it. That's just as important as anything, yeah. Yeah, so I guess let's start off with the Judgment Day Mysterios, Edge and Ray thing. What did, any takeaways from that? Yeah, so again, I'm kind of coming in the cold on all this stuff for the most part, but... Um, yeah, I thought the match was solid. It was, wasn't very long, but it was fine. Um, and yeah, I thought all the promo stuff was good. Um, I liked edge coming out and standing up and, um, I think all the Dominic stuff, again, I've only been hearing it from you guys and everyone else about how terrible he is. And I've seen footage of Rhea owning him, which is awesome. And then like the fear with the kendo stick, like I thought that was all really well done. So I guess, it's pretty apparent that he's likely going to turn on them and join the judgment day. I mean, that's again, just from seeing this segment and everything that I've heard before seems that that's what's happening. And if that's the case, yeah, this was great. 
Yeah, we've wanted Dominic to turn heel for the longest time. He's been so boring and putrid in this role with his father. It's been fucking awful. Uh, Bakley said serious riddle has been good, and Aaliyah needed the rub. I agree with both of that or both of those comments for sure. Um, but yeah, man, I fucking think Dominic needs to turn heel at this pay per view. We'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow on the prediction show. But I think Dominic definitely needs to turn on his father and Edge. He just needs to be like, why the fuck? Is this guy in the edge in this match and not me? Because yeah. it's a clash of the castle. It's Ray and Edge. He said something backstage like a little like a little pussy, though. He's like, Well, Dad, I mean, didn't <laughs> I understand you need that experience by yourself? You know, it's like well, it's uh, because for like the last month, Dominic's basically been telling Ray that Edge could fuck off and he's he, we uh, don't need we don't need edge. We don't need okay. edge. And okay. Ray keeps saying we need him, we need him. So I think at the pay-per-view, okay. Dominic's gonna say, What the fuck do you fuck need? You. And then yeah. just lay him out. I don't know Good. if Dominic necessarily lays out Ray, but I think he definitely hits Edge to cost him that match for sure. Yeah. And then, and I can't wait for like, you know, we talked about it, or it might have been on a World Elite podcast show that I was tuning in on. Heal Dominic, Do- face Dominic so bad, but what's to say that heal Dominic can't be great? You yeah, know, being no, the that was on one of the league streams. I think was it, it was like I was hopping on as you were making these points. I'm like. Yeah, for someone who hasn't seen this, it's like, at least give it a shot. He can't be right. worse than he is now. No, he's horrible now. So, and it's easy. And, I, you know, I have no, not from experience, but from everything I've read and heard and talking to people, it's far easier being a heel than a face. It's easier to get yeah. ha- hated and to get For heat. sure. So let the guy join him. You can be with Finn. He can be behind Damien. <laughs> Fuck Rhea. And, you know, there there you go, dude. There so I think I think it's dope. I, I like that they got 30 minutes. I thought the, the match itself, AJ, the phenomenal show-offs, AJ and Dolph, that's an interesting little tag yeah. team yeah. that they got brewing there. But something I do want to bring up during that match, I don't know if you noticed, AJ wouldn't put his hands on Finn, which I found to be very oh. intriguing. You know, so I will admit I wasn't like full – I had it on but was like typing or writing or whatever during yeah. it. But I was, yeah. of course, watching. But – that didn't even cross my mind. I'll yep. admit, like, and that's coming from someone who, when we booked our fantasy AEW uh, WWE, had those two and Kenny Omega in a triple threat in my main event. So, yep. bing, 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 I need to wake the fuck up because that's <laughs> that's big shit. Because yep. I don't think they've. I mean, didn't they, were they together at all in WWE? Again, I haven't watched much no. the last three years. They've, so. they've never been together. They teased okay. this little team that they were going to have while they were feuding with Judgment Day. I think they might have been. Yeah, they, I think they were. They tagged up against Judgment Day. There was a part in the, a point so before in Finn before Finn joined. You mean right before okay. Finn joined? They had just started to team up and tease. Okay. It was those two and Liv Morgan. They formulated uh, a small little I team, with, see that. Yeah. which was a, do- a dope little team. But there's a point where Finn was on the apron and AJ was running and he stopped like right as he was about to yeah. fucking come in contact did, with yeah, Finn. Yeah, I didn't notice that. I need to, I'm, yeah, that's awesome. I like so, that. So I think after this Edge and Mysterio stuff, we can get this Balor and AJ feud, which Please. we've wanted for a long time. You know, we had that one off match a couple like 2016, 2017. But let's get a good feud between AJ and Balor and get a couple of banger fucking matches. That'd be fucking awesome. Absolutely. I forgot they did have that one match, which was good. Yeah, it was. And then we got fucking just one of the best backstage fucking promos that I can remember. Not even like the initial portion of it. Riddle and Rollins fucking went at each other hard. And then when it came back from TV, 
they fucking really spit at each other hard. Like Riddle first said to Seth that Becky's the real man in their marriage, yeah. which isn't easy. <laughs> you know, I saw that coming. Yeah. And, that, and then they come back and Seth's like, at least I fucking have a family. Fucking yeah, you want to talk about kids. family, bro? Yeah, <laughs> left your bitch ass, which is kind of like the same line Jungle Boy used on Christian, which I found funny. Yeah. But Seth delivered it in a much better way in a much bigger fucking stage. And then Riddle's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to fucking kill you. And he, Seth kept calling him a little bitch. Oh, man. <laughs> it was awesome, man. Like, I talked about last week how I loved the opening of Raw with uh, those two just battling. And, um, again, this week I saw ahead of time they had the fight in the parking lot. Like, I'd seen that on social before Raw. I'm like, fuck, that's awesome. And, yeah, then this happens, like, we talked just briefly before we went on air today, but like, what a way to just build a match that you want to see. You know, they, it was supposed to happen at SummerSlam. It didn't. And then ever since at least these last two weeks that I've seen, like, holy shit, I'm fired up about this. I, I, as WWE, this, I'm like still grasping how this world is possible that we're living in right now. But it's great. I mean, I always said, like, I wasn't watching it because there were so many better alternatives. Well, now it's getting right back up. It's up there with all of them. I mean, it's no stardom or New Japan. But, no, I'm I'm, I'm excited. This is what I've been waiting for, and I'm in, baby. Let's go. This match yeah. especially, I'm hard as a rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that they pushed it off SummerSlam if they were going to build it this way, because they've done exactly. such a good job yeah. over the past yeah. few weeks building into this, whereas their SummerSlam feud was kind of based off money in the bank. Um, so this this is made it personal. This match is going to be awesome. Uh, additionally to this, we got another fucking banger of a segment between KO, Sami Zayn, and the Usos. Did you check that yep. one out? Oh, yeah. I watched the whole show, baby. I loved how when uh, KO came out, uh, one of the Usos was like, is that your boy? <laughs> and then he's like... <laughs> Yeah, technically, he's my boy. <laughs> that was really funny. But yeah, yeah. a great segment. Uh, like you said, the handshake thing was funny. Jay just standing there all serious. I mean, KO is probably my favorite guy in WWE. So uh, yeah, this was fucking awesome. And the match was really good, too. Yeah, it was Sammy not hitting KO in the head with the chair when, Ch- yep. when J- yep. Jimmy was trying to get him to hit him in the head with the chair. More storytelling there. Maybe some future, a future tag team opportunity down the line, perhaps. Yes. KO has been saying fuck Roman and fuck Jey yeah. Uso for costing him the title 18 months ago. He yeah. hasn't held up. I love that, by the way. Uh, I love that, by the way, that he's yep. breaking. He's like, he still owes me one. Yeah, because me. they they did fuck him. They tied it. They handcuffed him around the fucking pole, dude. Jey yeah. Uso interfered in every title match. KO and Reigns put some banger matches oh, I, on. I watched the Royal Rumble one last year where he got hit with the golf cart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I would I watched most of Roman's title defenses. Again, I would peek in for a pay-per-view match here or there. And, yeah, I thought that feud might have been his best one throughout this whole thing. Yeah. Well, and that's KO just bringing out the best. Ex- and, and again, yeah, yeah that's because that's my boy, KO. Yeah. But. And that's what KO does. He brings out the fucking best in everybody, dude. He's fucking sensational. And yes, I can't wait for the day that it's going to be KO and Sami Zayn versus Usos for the tag team titles. And we finally they haven't, get They haven't won the tag titles together in WWE, have they? No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. How and, is and that? That's, yeah, that's long overdue. Long overdue. They haven't even been a team. Well, they were briefly a team. Um, yeah. They wrestled like Enzo and Cass at SummerSlam, but there was like yeah. they were never had 
anything sustained together. Any no. sort of run, yeah. And like those guys, obviously, in Ring of Honor and PWG, like, you know, they would fight forever, but they were also a great tag team. Like, they've had – there were two matches, I think, in 2007 in Ring of Honor against the Briscoes. One was a ladder match. One was a street fight. Just fucking unbelievable stuff. Um, so, and, and 2007, that's 15 years ago. So, you know these guys can do it. And I mean, what I mean, the Usos have, at least from my view, seemingly dominated the tag division of late as well. So what better team to take the straps off them than Sammy and KO, especially since Sammy's wrapped up in all this, too. So I would love that. Yeah, there's no legitimate tag team in the WWE to take the tag team titles off the Usos. They've beaten everybody and they're just not there. So, yeah, put a team like KO and Sammy together. You have the history there. Everyone will love them. When they win, that pop is going to be fucking insane, dude. Insane. (laughs) Insane in the membrane. Um, Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Another segment, we had Kurt Angle and uh, Chad Gable going face-to-face. I loved all this shit, too, and the match was great. Like, I'd probably be, like, three and a half, three, seven, five on both these matches, like, both great TV matches. And, yeah, I loved – I'm a big Gable guy. I always have been. Big Kurt Angle guy always have been. So, yeah, this was just good fun um, all around. And I thought the end with the milk was obviously coming, and that was classic. Uh, but, yeah, Gable – I would love to see more Gable Angle stuff. Like, I think yes. that's who we all wished was going to be his son yes. that way back when. Or his son, if you will. My son. Uh, but, yeah, I thought this ruled – I mean, is Angle, obviously he was there because it was Pittsburgh. Is he expected to be a part of the show? Okay, so this was just a one-off thing. But, yeah, what a way to use him. I thought it was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, Chad Gable, again, it's like the fourth straight week in a row we've got him in the ring. The diving headbutt he's been throwing has just been fucking tits, dude. I fucking have loved loved seeing it. Dawkins, Angelo fucking Dawkins is so good. Cincinnati zone, baby. I, I didn't like that he was wearing Pittsburgh Steelers colors in Pittsburgh. I know he's playing. The I crowd, didn't either. But, but I was like, yeah. I was like, yo, bro, you're an Ohio guy. Don't do that shit. I get what you're doing, but he he is fucking fantastic, dude. And I know everyone wants to split up so bad. He's fine. Awesome. Let him split. Let him go am, am, amicably in the fucking yeah. future. But motherfucker, push that man. Don't let anything happen. That man is gold. That fucking uh, tackle on Otis on the or the pounce yeah. on Otis on the outside was so dope. And then that running awesome. in the ring, high five and fucking Kurt Angle. Like, dude, yeah, yeah. sick, bro. <laughs> so sick. And then I, I guess this is probably a move they do a lot, but I love when he chucked uh, Gable to him and he jerked yes. him. That was sweet. Super. That's like dope. some that's like some Aussie Open shit right there. They that would be a fun match. Street Profits are fucking awesome. They're definitely a top ten team in the world. Top, oh. I'd probably argue top five for sure. They're, they're fucking. They're I, right you up. Could argue, you could argue. Yeah, I probably wouldn't put them up there, but you could argue. Yeah, yeah, they're right up there. They're right up there for sure. They're fucking. But you're fantastic. someone who has Usos as number one with a bullet, which uh, just not isn't, even isn't isn't correct. So with an exclamation point times ten, dude, ain't even fucking close. FTR, Briscoes, Young Bucks, I put all above them. But maybe that's because I haven't watched WWE much in the. But I I still love the Usos. Don't get me wrong. And I, I love all four of those teams. So yeah, I, I know hatred. I can't even believe I'm saying I love the Young Bucks. I would go but, FTR one, Briscoes two, Young Bucks three, 
Usos four. But again, that's from someone who's only marginally watched WWE the past four years. So crazy, again, you crazy that it's three sets of brothers too. You know, it's fucking wild. Oh wow, yeah. That is that is interesting. Justin, please never break up the street profits. I yeah. agree. Even if it's like the new day thing where they do go the singles route, just keep them together as like a unit because they're great. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I want that smoke, baby. I want that fucking smoke. <laughs> Give me the smoke, baby. Give me the smoke. Um, a couple other things on WWE before we move on. Dexter Loomis and The Miz. It's been fucking yeah. awesome, dude. The yeah. Miz seeing him everywhere he goes. And then basically Loomis was in the vehicle with The Miz as they were pulling yeah, away. Yeah, saw his head. Let me ask a question because, again, I, I don't know. I know he kidnapped him last week. Was there mm-hmm. any discussion of, like, what happened after he got kidnapped, nope. Miz just was like, okay. like, just shook, and he's just. And like, there's been, been no shook. talk of as I guess Loomis hasn't said a word, right? No, Loomis got arrested last Tuesday yeah. on NXT um, because he, you know, he showed up to see Indy, and then they arrested him because he abducted the Miz. Yeah, but, but they we don't say- know a motive or anything yet, right? We know nothing yeah. yet. Strap right? me in, baby. Yeah, I love, and I, you knew he was gonna be either in the car or oh, following yeah. him. But just the way it was done with just like that silhouette and the light, I thought was really cool. Yes. Yeah, so Look at me just know. blowing raw. I'm blowing raw. Here. You are. Maybe raw. <laughs> maybe raw was a little bit better than we thought. Like we said, not not like the the, the greatest it show, but it was the, a good show. It was a show. good, enjoyable show. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's that's great. Uh, Gargano theory um, segment. What do you think Loved about it. that? Loved yeah. it. What a what a ready made story and feud for Gargano to walk right into. Yeah, perfect, dude. Absolutely fucking perfect. That was loved every second of it. And then the main event, you know, I like I said, I gave you my opinion earlier. I thought that Aliyah and Raquel, well, I didn't think that they should have won going into it, nor did it. It's, I, I think they were going to win. At the end of the day, the way they told the story and how she pinned the wrong woman in the match, there's going to be more to it. And anytime you're telling a story that you're going to add more layers and elements to it, I'm all in on. Uh, you saw Dakota say right away, like, I wasn't legal or, you know, whatever, or EO, I forget which one it was. Like, I wasn't the legal yeah. person. Um, bang, dude. Like, there's your fucking story. All the fucking trolls on the internet complaining about it, I don't fucking get it all. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah, again, just stop smiling, Raquel, and uh, all will be well. Look at that and rhyme. I, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine if they take the belts off in two weeks, dude. They don't need a sustained run. Yeah. But what they did was they just held up titles in the main event. Gave and them Raw. credibility, like Justin said, yeah. Like, or you said, or whatever, yeah. whoever said. Yeah. yeah, no, that's it. You have to hold up titles in the main event of Raw with people, so like with Bianca in the ring and people fucking celebrating you. Yeah, that's a huge fucking deal. And Raquel is a future star. I, they, I, I don't yeah. see any way around oh, that. Oh, you yeah, know, she's amazing as a heel. Do you yeah. remember early last year? I believe it was NXT and New Year's Evil. It was her and Rhea one on one in like a yep. Street Fighters. That match was fucking awesome. 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 And I couldn't believe the way she was dominating Rhea, dude. I know I Rhea know. was going up, but that whole feud, she dominated the fuck. And then out of she Rhea, dominated Io Shirat, you know? Like, yep. Man, and then dominated was... Dakota, which is why I thought Dakota was finally going to get her win over Raquel. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. no, 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 no. Raquel's still fucking doing her Raquel, thing. did she end up losing that belt to Mandy? No. Raquel lost that belt to. I think I'd already kind of checked out at that point. Uh, who did she lose the belt I, to? I can't think of anyone who was – who did Mandy win it off of? Because she's had it for a while. I'm looking I'm looking it up right now. I don't know why I'm looking it up on my phone instead of my computer, but I'm looking <laughs> it up right now. 
Mandy took it off of Raquel Gonzalez. Damn, she there did. There you beat go. Her. That's what I thought. I remember. I don't. She beat her clean. One on one. I doubt it. Maybe there's a triple threat or something. Or toxic got involved. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, that's definitely. Oh yeah, Justin. There you go. She's like he. Justin. Justin's got all the background on this. He hates toxic. Toxic attraction. Yeah, she. She did. I like how they look. But... Oh, I love I, I love toxic attraction. <laughs> I think that Man, Mandy's going to lose the belt. We'll talk about it tomorrow, but I think Mandy's going to lose the belt. And then all three of them go up. They need to be on Raw or SmackDown. They add so much to that women's division right away, dude. When they already had Gigi and JC in the turn. Did one of them get hurt? Is that what happened? Storyline Gigi did. I don't know if it's real life or not. I assume okay. that it wasn't. Um, they gotcha. just they Because just, they only pulled them up because <clears throat> Akita is not vaccinated. Akita. And, oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And she can't go to fucking Canada. So. Mm, yeah. And again, I can't confirm that, but I'm fairly certain by her Twitter and her old shit that she ain't vaccinated. So. <laughs> that, so she got pulled from that, and then that was when Dakota hit Raquel. With oh yeah, shot. that was oh, awesome. Oh yes. Yeah. That was good, tight. Good shit, Justin. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, good shit. And I think that's all I got for Raw, bro. Uh, it's fucking oh. good, good show, good show overall, man. It's good fun to talk about. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm gonna keep doing my best to watch all of it here, and then what, the I just look the Stardom tournament goes to like mid October. It's Holy a long one, shit. Uh, but the Noah one is almost over. So, and again, if we're gonna be doing these Tuesday Wednesday shows, like it's worth me watching one because it's been good and two so we can talk about it so yeah and it's been it's been fun man they got they got the talent on there i've always said wwe's got that, the talent yeah. on the roster again, they i just love so many people on that roster so and now that it's being booked well let's fucking go baby let's go baby and you said you've been watching a lot of this pro wrestling noah tournament let's talk yeah. about it. so well, it's the pro wrestling noah n1 tournament correct correct so i guess you don't know much about noah do you I don't know fucking shit. Really? About Noah. Really you, quick, I want to Chris LeClaire tuning in the comments. I hope Dakota Kai and Eosky beat Raquel Rodriguez and Aliyah for the women's tag team championship at Extreme Rules. Yeah, I definitely see that happening. And then Sasha and Naomi will come back after that. Because a lot of a lot a lot of people are trying to Chris, thanks for tuning in, man. A lot of people are trying to rush that Sasha Naomi thing. There, yeah. There's no need. Slow down. Yep. Let the story be told. So, yes, I agree. Dakota and Io will beat them at Extreme Rules. That'd be fantastic. And then you can have Sasha and Naomi come back, you know, towards Survivor Series. There you go. Survivor Series. You can have who's the real champion, Sasha and Naomi or Dakota and Io. Bang. Perfect. There it is. You're, there it you're is. pretty good. You're pretty good at this stuff. Uh, I wish I had a real pencil somewhere. Never will, but I'll talk about it all <laughs> me day. Too. Me <laughs> too. All right, baby. Fill me in on this pro wrestling. Know what's going to do well, so firstly, I'll just step back. Noah, if you don't know, was formed in 2000 after Misawa and basically the whole All Japan company left due to a feud with Giant Baba's wife after Giant Baba died. So that started Noah. So it was basically like the succession of All Japan. I mean, in the 2000s, it was fucking amazing. You know, Kenta, Mara, Fuji. I mean, I can't, can't think off the top. There's so many good. I mean, obviously, you still had Misawa, Kobashi. Akira Tawe, all the pillars. Um, and then when Masawa passed away in 2009 in the ring, it took a bit of a hit. Uh, but I've been watching it pretty much 
consistently over the last year and a half. Um, it is definitely the most like MMA shoot wrestling based type promotion. So it's very different from even it's definitely even different from New Japan because you'll see a lot more grappling, a lot more just straight standing and striking. Like it's definitely more of like a real fight. Okay. And I've learned, I've grown to love it. You may have heard me talk about Katsuhiku Nakajima, or you've seen that name around. Yep. Like he's yep. last year top five in the world for me, and he's just one, been one of my favorite wrestlers for a long time. Uh, he and Kenta had some fucking unbelievable matches back in two thousand eight. Nakajima came up at like 15 years old. He's yeah. a king. Um, so I've just been watching a lot of it lately because I've been so behind. But I figure you'd be interested because the guy, I think his name was Hachiman in WWE. Yep. Hide yep. Hideki Suzuki. He's in it and he's been awesome. Like, I don't know if he even had any matches in WWE. Did he? No, he was just the corner man of Roderick Strong and Diamond Mine. Yeah. And then... Are him and Timothy Thatcher the Noah Tag Team Champions right they now? They are the Tag Team Champions. Thatcher was supposed to be in the tournament, but had visa issues and couldn't get back over there. Oh, shit. Um, so then the other guy, his name was August Gray in WWE. I don't think yeah. he was around too long. August. Anthony Green. Yes, Anthony name. Green. Yeah, he's good, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so he's in the tournament as well. So those are some at least names that you know. But it's just been really entertaining. Uh, like I said, it's very different. Oh, another name, Masato Tanaka from like late 90s ECW. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like the guy who used to feud with Mike Awesome? Exactly. So he's no in it. Shit, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of old guys. Noah yeah. has a lot of like – Late 40s, early 50s, but holy shit, they can still rock. And Masato Tanaka, I love this guy. Because my brother showed me all the Mike Awesome matches from back in the day. He loved them. And like I told my brother last year, I'm like, that motherfucker's still going, and he's better than ever. And like he's had some of my favorite matches in the tournament. That's Yeah, that's another name I wanted to bring up because fans in general remember him from 25 right. years ago. Um, I'm a day behind. I think the finals are set. I don't know who's in it yet. Um, I guess other, do you know, Go Shiyazaki? Is that a name you recognize? See, he's like one of the best Noah guys ever. Kaito Kiyomiya. He's a rising star. No. Nope. Oh man. I'm the worst, I'll, bro. I'm, I'm the no, worst. No, you're not. It's, there's a, it's, there's so much fucking wrestling out there. Um, yeah, but I, I, just got, I just got into new Japan like five, six years ago. Like Kenny O. Like the Kenny Okada match. That's when 2017 is when I got into it. Yeah, so what, here's what, what I'm going to do. So. I started that stardom spreadsheet. I'm going to put all the links in for you. And I'll do the same with some Noah shit as well. And then My you man. absorb. But Hideki Suzuki's actually bit, which is Hachiman, has been in my favorite match of the tournament, actually, with Keno, K-E-N-O-H, who's the reigning GHC heavyweight champion. Also okay. one of my favorites. He's got like a blind... Blonde, blonde, almost like bowl cut. Like his hair like comes down to here. He looks hilarious, but he's a bad, bad motherfucker. But just the kicks, the strikes, some great grappling you'll see over there. It's just, it's a great alternative because it's different than anything else out there. Uh, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll shoot you some, So I'll make another spreadsheet. I love doing that shit. I'll I'm actually kidding. put the links in this time. Are, is it the same app as Stardom or is it a different no, app? So this is, there's Wrestle Universe, which has Noah, DDT, and Tokyo Joshi Pro. It's a fucking hell of a, 
hell of a subscription. But then like all the old shit, there's so much on YouTube. So I'll populate with some of that as well because some of the best matches ever were like early 2000s Noah. So hell yeah. Yeah, I was just watching some of that old school shoot Japanese fighting because I didn't know. I don't know oh, if you yeah. know this. Ken Shamrock, when I was doing uh, research for the interview, he started a company at Pancreas with Pancreas. Whatever. Yeah, I didn't fucking Pancreas. say it. Pancreas, dude. Whatever. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> so it was Ken Shamrock, with, Minoru yeah. Suzuki, and Masakatsu Fanaki who's also in Noah right now as the GHC national champion. And I went down like a pancreas rabbit hole earlier this year. Did you watch any? Yeah, I did, dude. It's it was fucking, fucking awesome, dude, isn't it? <laughs> Minoru Suzuki was a bad motherfucker in Pancreas, dude. Yeah. He fucking, uh, he fucked, he fucking, We're going to keep calling it that. I'm going to call it. I'm going to, somebody in an interview, Shamrock called it himself. And when I was watching, I went back and watched some interviews. He called it Pancreas. So I just was fucking referring to yeah. how he called it, dude. Um, it's but awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's, yo, it's like a crazy. perfect mix of MMA and wrestling, but it's yeah. still MMA. Like it's it, real because it's shoot. Yeah, it's yeah. shoot. But it's got the aspects of wrestling in it, which is yeah. fucking. Like this, and I didn't know Suzuki was such a fucking badass dude. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was cool. So Masakatsu Fanaki, who I like, he's the other. Like I watched some of his fights so fucking awesome and he's like 50 now as well and like still is just great but yeah noah rules i'll make another spreadsheet love it love it i'll (laughs) definitely check it out when i got time dude for sure i love watching old old school wrestling and one other thing we wanted to talk about before we get out of here i just got your juices all titillated on this before the show because i wanted you to get all fired up i didn't watch the match i probably should have but i saw highlights all over twitter we were talking about that sexy thing get Julia you earlier. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it for sure, especially because it's under 15 minutes. Julia, Starlight 11 Kid, minutes. 11 minutes total. Talk to me about this match, dude. How hot was it? So hot. I mean, even aside from just how hot the women are. Uh, but no, it was amazing. So five star Grand Prix, we talked about it. They're all 15 minute time limits. So these are quick matches. And yeah, at 11 minutes. I might be going four and three quarters. It was fucking unbelievable. Wow. These two have a lot of history. Uh, Julia had beaten her in Cork and Hall last year and I think took her mask off. I don't know if it was after. So she was trying to rip at it again this time. Basically, she ripped Starlight Kid out of the or Starlight Kid ripped her out of the ring to start the match. We got to see a chair, which you almost never see in stardom. Um, we got to see both Donna Del Mondo and Odeo Tao battling it out outside. And then Julia motherfucks Momo Wantanabe. <laughs> um, one of the best counters of a moonsault I've ever seen. I don't know if you caught that highlight, but Starlight Kid moonsaults. Julia's on the ground, catches her and flips her into a label lock. Like, so Shit. smooth. And, like, they... There were a lot of shoot headbutts, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but like, holy shit, when you can hear it, it really just <laughs> adds to it as dangerous as it is. Um, I mean, they were just slapping the hell out of each other, striking the hell out of each other. It was fast. Whew. Yeah, it was fucking great. <laughs> You're accelerated, like, bro. Like All these people talk about women's wrestling not getting enough love. Just watch stardom. It's the best. It's like six ninety nine a month, and for that kind of an orgasm, it seems fucking yeah. like it's well worth it, huh? 
And there were some <laughs> other incredible submissions, like SLK did the stretch muffler, which is where you get the leg like over the head. Yeah. And she was able to get the arm. And like they just looked so excruciating. The whole match, like everything looked so well and painful. And there was just so much tension and outside the factions themselves fucking with each other too. Whew. Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to get you these links today. And yeah, all these five-star Grand Prix matches are so short. Like you can just whip through them. It's awesome. And I think I mentioned there's not commentary for a lot of them too, which is very unique. So it's, you but there just, is, a, there is a crowd, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So you hear the crowd and just hear the, the sound of the mat and the slaps of the strikes and the screaming and the selling. Like, it's 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 awesome. Fuck, Fuck. yeah. So some real <laughs> orgasmic shit for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a great tournament, and we're only like halfway through. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. Love it. All right, Stud. You got anything else for us before we get out of here? I don't think so. This was a, a ton of fun, as always. And... Uh, like I said, I'm going to make it a point today to send you these spreadsheets with links because I love it. And anyone else who wants uh, match recommendations for Stardom, Pro Wrestling Noah, New Japan, Old Ring of Honor, Impact, any Tokyo Joshi Pro, anything, let me know because I love giving them out. <laughs> all and Japan, get- 90s All Japan. Woo! I sent Justin a few of those. I think he watched a couple last year. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. That man watches so much wrestling. <laughs> we all, all right. do. All right. it's, a, it's a fucking addiction, dude. What does the, the front face like shirt say? Watch wrestling, drink heavily, rant often. I can't fucking describe it anymore. <laughs> Brett, this has been a fucking blast, bro. Where can the people find you? Always. Um, on Twitter, at BrainBusterBoys, and Instagram, even though I haven't posted there in a while, like I said last time. And on mostly all audio platforms, uh, Visionaries Global Media or Brainbuster Boys, we've got our own feed as well. Uh, and you can find me on the Wrestling Index uh, like two times a week now as well. Boom, baby. Fucking love it, dude. Thank you so much for fucking hopping on. For me, I'm fucking so stoked for this week. Dynamite tonight. Yeah. Starting tonight, the next five days. I guess there's Just really nothing pops. tomorrow, but yeah. yeah you got a little, you got you got some impact wrestling on YouTube. Oh, yeah. You yeah. yeah. I, I didn't I missed last week. I didn't watch you got, last week. Alex Zane is gonna wrestle the former fucking Grand Metalik, uh Mascarado Dorado. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's that, tonight. Yeah, tomorrow night. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that'll be a banger of a match. That's and I like awesome. I like what they're doing with Honor and more. I anticipate uh OGK to get those tag team titles sooner than later. So yeah, yeah. Definitely, uh, we don't just we don't discriminate. Definitely check out Impact no. Wrestling. You know, uh, you know how YouTube. much I've been talking up Impact this year. So I just missed yeah. last week. Did you watch last week? No, I missed it as well. Okay. I, I gotta catch up. Sometimes I'll miss like two or three weeks and I'll just fucking binge them all together. Yeah, it makes it yeah, and easy. sometimes I just don't. Like, I do my best to watch it every week, yeah. but you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we got Dynamite I'm going to tonight, tomorrow around 12, 1230 Central Standard Time. Come right back here to Floor Sniper Sports YouTube. Me, Big Dick Brett, and Nick from the UW Pod. You know, we are all at the UW Pod. The three of us going to be banging out our Worlds Collide, Clash of the Castle, and AEW All Out Predictions. That's going to be a fucking blast. Friday night, we have our league meeting. Um, I think it's going to be right here on Floor Sniper Sports as well. So um, we'll have, I know, Ryan, Bakley, Dylan, Justin, I'll Nick. Be 
Yeah, but that's I, why we're doing it tomorrow. That's right. That's why we're, we're going to get our predictions in tomorrow. We're going to get a whole league prediction stream Friday night. Saturday night, we'll be streaming live. At, Saturday afternoon, we'll be streaming live after Clash of the Castle, giving you our, our, our breakdown mm. of that show. And then Sunday, we got All Out, baby. It's a big, 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 big week for wrestling. Great week. You can and, find the and- like we said, one week before NFL starts. So oh we got this God. weekend, and then next weekend is going to be great. Who do the Bears play week one? We got the 49ers week one, which is a big game. I don't think we're going to win many games this year, but Justin yeah. Fields was fucking hearing good, the trap. Hearing good reports on Justin Fields recently. So that's Yeah, he, he played a great third preseason game, and he got, you know, the 49ers took Trey Lance over him. I think he's he took oh, um, an exception chip. to that. So that's going to be a, one of the games that I think we will win this year. So that'll be the home opener. It'll be a lot of fun. Plus, when the season starts, you always get the goosebumps. You get the feels. Of course. Um, you just never – like, you think last year I thought the Bengals – or anyone thought the Bengals were going to go to the fucking Super Bowl? No. Nope, Still doesn't no. even feel real. It's fucking – it's crazy how fucking football works. And actually, I'll fucking give another um, another quick plug. Check out my show. Again, I'll be right here on Floor Cybers YouTube and all audio platforms uh, and VGM Network. We did a 2022 NFL prediction show last night. Me, Mike, Dog, and Streets. That was a hell of a lot of hell of a lot of fun. So you can you can check that out. Check all our predictions, uh, playoff teams, individual awards, Super Bowl winners, all of that fun yeah. stuff. Uh, the Wrestling Index podcast you can find right here on Floor Sniper Sports YouTube, FloorSniperSports.com, Visionary Global Media Network. Brett, thank you for joining me again. I can't fucking wait for it tonight. And we oh. out. Oh.